Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Smart Cities Chronicles podcast. My name is Adam Beck. I'm your host of the Smart Cities Chronicles and my day job, Executive Director of the Smart Cities Council here in the Australia and New Zealand region. Looking forward to yet another episode of our PropTech project. And for a number of you, uh, hopefully you've been listening in on the series uh, that we've been, uh, we've been releasing. Um, the purpose of the project, as I said in my uh, introduction a couple of episodes ago, is to really explore the world of PropTech, um, what it kind of means and what it doesn't, um, but also get different views around uh, how it's travelling, uh, what our aspirations are, but also uh, dig a little bit into this idea of prop tech for purpose. And on this episode, joining me to do such a, uh, an exploration is uh, Paul Bailey from Lendlease Technology based in Sydney, Australia. Paul, welcome. Thanks, Adam. Uh, thanks for having me on. No, pleasure. Pleasure. Looking forward to uh, this conversation. Let's um, let's start, Paul, however, with a bit of an intro. Who are you and what do you do? Sure. So um, my name's Paul and I work within uh, Lendlease Technology, which is a strategic business unit within Lendlease that's focused on how Lendlease goes about creating smarter places and spaces for its uh, customers of today and tomorrow. Paul, how long have you been playing and dabbling in sort of the property and development sector? I, I actually don't know that question. Um, I've, I've, I've worked in property in the, or real estate for around about 15 years now. Mm-hmm. More focused on the, on the prop tech side and the smart buildings and smart place side over the last four years specifically. So really focused on prop tech over the last four years. I've been in the industry for quite a while. Yeah, well, let, let me say four years in the prop tech world is probably considered a long time. Um, let's let, let's sort of start there. Let's um, let's get a sense of what Lendlease's sort of journey has been. Can you sort of take us back to kind of when the concept became part of the language there at Lendlease? Sure, sure. So, look, I mean, I think it's first important to note that Lendlease has been leveraging technology solutions designed specifically for the property and real estate industry for quite a time. Um, you know, they, they've been around the likes of Yardi and, and other solutions that have been there to optimize business operations and better serve its customers for many years. That said, in the past three to four years, we've seen a shift in the way that technology is being applied uh, in the built environment, really to, to power and optimize the industry across its life cycle, including the built environment. So we've really been on a journey for the last four years exploring what that means to Lendlease. Lendlease itself has a, has a vision. Its vision is to create the best places. Uh, and this is something that everyone within Lendlease is immensely proud of and, and continually working towards. I guess the question we've been asking ourselves uh, over over that period was what does creating the best places mean in today's experience-led, data-driven, digital-first world? Um, and in in order to you know effectively answer that, we recognised that we needed that internal dedicated capability, really with skills spanning customer uh, experience, uh, digital technology, and data science, really to help the business make sense of that world and and help it achieve that achieve its vision. I um I can't help but think and and knowing Lendlease the way I do, um, it, it's an interesting 
sort of use or case study, I suppose, around PropTech because you're not only, and I'm not sort of saying you as in Paul Bailey here, but but in the organisation, you know, not only spans sort of the entire, you know, asset life cycle, but, you know, you are both, you are both sort of customer, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're yeah. the, you're the creator of, of technology and, and the designer. And, you know, you, you kind of come from all different perspectives. You invest, uh, you operate, you own, um, this must, uh, th- this must be, you know, quite, quite unique for a lot of others that are involved in, in sort of prop tech. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it is. I think it's incredibly unique. We, as you say, Lendlease is, can go, ac- goes across the property life cycle. We develop we design, we construct, and we manage the funds that, that own the assets themselves and manage the assets in, in a number of asset classes as well. Not only do we also kind of design and construct for ourselves, we also design and construct for the market um, mm. across multiple sectors being healthcare, you know, uh, senior living, commercial office, residential, stadiums, hotels, defense. So we get a really broad perspective, uh, perspective of, of what, our customers are asking for and, and, and how, if you like, PropTech is impacting each of those sectors uh, across its life cycle. Mm, okay. So, so let's go back to sort of the, the four-year journey that, that Lendlease has been on. Um, give me a sense of your sort of impressions of, of tech and, and sort of why it excites you. Um, and, and maybe in, in sort of giving me some views from that perspective, you know where where are you at with sort of how you define it? You know what are you seeing in terms of perception around it? Uh, is is sort of there a real community that you're you're part of? What what's sort of been your impressions and what what are your views at the moment about around PropTech? Sure. So we're incredibly excited about the opportunities that PropTech provides this industry. Um, you know, it's an industry itself that has been traditionally quite risk averse and, and certainly has lagged behind other industries in terms of its use of digital and data to, to improve uh, to improve the outcomes it provides its customers. I think, you know, PropTech really in the last 12 to 24 months has, has you know, benefited from a lot of marketing and, and there's, a, there's a lot of hype out there. But as you start to unpack it and look at how you can leverage some of those technologies, they become really compelling for, for, for creating new business models, products, services, um, and, and creating you know, better productivity, operational excellence, and better customer experience. In, in terms of the PropTech community, I've really seen that grow substantially in the last you know, 12 to, to 24 months again. Um, only this year, the, the PropTech platform Unisu launched, mm-hmm. and that that platform itself not only showcases over six thousand PropTech companies itself spanning multiple sectors across the life cycle of property and real estate, but it also connects a global community. There's a lot of sharing of resources on there, sharing of ideas, discussing some common challenges and how people are overcoming those in different regions and different sectors. That hopefully will increase the pace of innovation. Okay. You asked a little oh, bit of, sorry, go on. Sorry, I was just going to say, you, you, you finally, you kind of asked a little bit about a definition and whilst there's mm. multiple def, definitions out there, I guess in its simplest form and, and for us, prop tech is really the use of 
you know, technology to create a solution that's designed specifically to solve challenges in the property, property and real estate industry. I guess PropTech itself includes the impacts both, you know, to bottom line and top line uh, growth and returns for, for, for the industry. So, okay, I want to pick up on a few sort of pieces here and, and, and see what happens when we bring them together. So um, you, you rightly said in your introduction, Paul, that, you know, as an organisation, Lendlease has been levering technology solutions for, for decades, um, you know, absolutely. Um, you're excited about what PropTech has got to, to sort of offer going forward. Uh, how do I... How do I sort of um, in, interpret now, with your help, the idea of property technology versus prop tech, or do they mean the same thing, or do they not? Help, help me out with this one. For us, they really mean the same thing. It's, it's technology solutions designed to forward the, the property and real estate industry. Essentially, and PropTech being the the, you know, the shortening of that, we are leveraging PropTech solutions every day across mm-hmm. our life cycle, um, including more so now than ever inside of the built environment, the places we create um, uh, itself. Just on the word places, um, a number of people have said to me that in in their mind that sort of PropTech is is kind of this umbrella term for a number of other sort of underpinning pieces like contech, you know, construction tech, place tech and, and plan tech, you know, disruption, using tech and data to disrupt those sort of other processes like, you know, urban planning and placemaking and things like that. Have you got any sort of sense of whether um, that is a, a shared view out there? Like you, you said, going back to sort of Lendlease's core vision around making the best places, um, has there been sort of a, a rise in these other concepts like plan tech and, and place tech that you've seen? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially for us around contech or construction tech, mm-hmm. uh, technology to, to enable, I guess, a better way of designing and constructing buildings that are, that are you know, more safer, sustainable, uh, and also, you know, quicker time to market ultimately. We've seen a huge focus on that as well as the property tech in terms of the tech that's going into the physical environment that then becomes an, an operational place or, or asset, if you like. So we are seeing, you know, a focus across both prop tech and contech. I mean, th- there are obviously multiple terms out there and there's no kind of real capture all. You will also hear real tech as well as being the kind of umbrella term for a lot of these technologies um, across the property lifecycle. So let's let's sort of pivot pivot now and i want to talk to you about sustainability or i want to ask you about sustainability so i mean lend lease has has um you know and and you know this is this is not for, for for me to to sort of claim but it's been um you know it's been very clearly verified that you know you 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 guys are a, a global leader when it comes to comes to sustainable property um i I'm playing with this idea where I think tech can sort of have a nice fit with, uh, sorry, sustainability can have a nice fit with prop tech. Um, and, you know, when I look back at the green building 
sort of agenda and movement over the last, you know, 15, 20 years, as we've strived, as the property sector has strived to achieve some of those real far-reaching goals around, you know, energy and water conservation, um, you know, performance in, uh, sorry, enhancement in, in sort of lighting performance and, and, and similar sort of, you know, criteria. Um, technology has certainly played a part in helping us, you know, achieve those, you know, reductions or, or various criteria. Um, talk to me now around, you know, your, your sort of views here on how potentially prop tech and sustainability you know, can come together or, or otherwise in terms of advancing and creating a, a sort of more, you know, purposeful sort of agenda when it comes to, to property development? I, you know, you're, you're right, Lendleaf is globally recognised as a leader in economic, environmental and social sustainability. And for many years now, we, we view PropTech as a, a real instrument, a real tool for continuing uh, to enable us to lead in those areas. Um, you know, prop tech is incredibly exciting when it comes to uh, environmental sustainability. You know, the technology that we've been able to apply is, is really allowing us to gain a lot more real-time access and trending uh, data about how our buildings are performing. It's allowing us to unlock new insights in, into where we can opt those buildings for, for better outcomes better sustainable, environmental sustainability outcomes. We're then able to, I guess, use that really granular data to fine-tune how our buildings are performing as, as those micro-adjustments can really have a profound impact on reducing energy consumption or carbon emissions or even improving the occupant experience. Historically, I'd say the property and real estate industry has been quite data-rich but insight poor and, mm. and the data has been stored away and locked in silos and locked away within individual buildings, you know, energy management or building management systems. More so now innovative technology, including cloud edge computing, IOT, machine learning, are really combining to create greater levels of transparency and predictability in relation to energy consumption or even usage patterns of the spaces that we create. Um, technology across our portfolio now is really allowing, allowing our buildings to dynamically respond to the needs of its occupants and the environment simultaneously. Um, so, so we're pretty excited about it's one, of, one of the areas that we have the greatest focus is around how can PropTech positively, continually impact our, I guess, our, how we go about conserving energy and, you know, uh, reducing our impact on the environment. Uh, Lendlease is no sort of stranger to, you know, corporately um, establishing, you know, goals and policies, whether it be um, rating your, your portfolios, you know, with, with relevant green building rating systems, you, you've been doing mm -hmm. corporate sustainability, um, uh, with the likes of, you know, Gresb, for example, we're seeing yeah. certainly the markets expressing a very clear interest in investing in, um, you know, green and more sustainable portfolios. Do you think, do you think um, technology and data solutions and prop tech is, is getting 
recognised yet under those systems, or is it sort of too early, or you think it's it's it is being taken care of? What 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 are your views from that perspective? I think I think property uh, prop tech really is an enabler. It's an enabler to achieve the outcomes that are set out by a lot of these standards. Mm. You touched on it, the the Barangaroo, six star, green star, five star, uh, neighbours energy and and well platinum, shell and core, the same, we're targeting the same or or, or even higher at a Melbourne quarter tower precinct. And and, and we're looking, we're turning to technology to, to really help us achieve those objectives. And we now believe we need technology to, to help us to realize those outcomes. And, and the property and real estate companies that aren't embracing technology are really going to struggle to, to shift the dial enough um, if they don't embrace prop tech in, in its form and, um, uh, and apply it in the right way with the backed up by the right ongoing skills and capability to, to make sense of that data and make those changes to the building to, to, to optimize them going forward. Mm. So, uh, so it seems like it's clear from our our sort of discussion so far that that uh, prop tech for purpose is certainly the the mantra of uh, of Lendlease. Has um, as an organisation has it been um, has it been a challenge or is it to, to sort of re- really start in, in embracing technology more or just just given sort of the culture, it's been a natural extension. How has the internal and the cultural journey been for the organisation? It, it, it has been a journey. It, it's been a journey that, you know, when people are, when something's new to someone, they're, you know, they're sometimes you know, nervous of it and when they don't fully understand it. So it really has been a journey on us take our capability, taking our internal customers through where the benefits lie going forward. We've also been able to run some pilots and uh, within some of our buildings that have really helped to showcase the value of some of these solutions, if you like, and the value for, for the customers that are going to be within within the places that, that, that we create. You know, you take a commercial office building, you know, more and more we, we're fitting as part of our buildings, as part of standards, if you like, environmental sensors that are really monitoring the quality of the indoor environment, you know, the light, the heat, the humidity, the CO2, because we know the impact that has on uh, individuals' productivity, the VOC levels, the, you know, all of these different things come up combined impact how we feel and how we perform. Um, so, you know, more and more we're stitching these, these solutions, these hardware solutions into the fabric of our building to really, I guess, bring to the forefront human wellness and, and help us, you know, achieve outcomes such as well platinum shell and core rating because they, they can directly contribute towards those. But it has been a journey that, um, that, that we've been on to, to get to this point. And, and, and just on journeys, Paul, uh, Paul, you know, we've had that, um, that sort of green building journey, you know, which is, which is a good sort of, you know, 18, 20 years old now. Um, I remember, oh, I don't know, you'd know better than me, but probably the last five, maybe six years, we've had this um, health and well-being and wellness agenda. Um, you know, you've mentioned yeah. the, the well-building standard a number of times. So there was this sort of this sort of next wave of, of, of purpose and um, this idea of, you know, more high-performing buildings. So from green and, you know, to, to, to wellness and, and health. Um, is 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 technology and data and and prop tech 
I mean, how does that fit in in terms of sort of maybe, you know, high-performing assets, you know, moving forward? Are we on sort of another transition within this sector or is it a bit early to sort of be so bold and, and sort of suggest that? I don't know that we're on another transition, but I do know that we're extending into those areas. You know, some of those sensors that I mentioned there that are capturing those indoor environment, you know, um, uh, metrics are also allowing us as developers to understand how the space is being used in a lot more granular detail. You know, previously, that information and insight wouldn't be available to us. If we can understand how spaces are being used or, or not being used, we, we can adjust the design to, to be you know, 100% human-centric, driven by that data, that will ultimately improve those wellness outcomes going forward. So you know, I'm not sure that it's a, you know, a, the next wave, but it's just an evolution, if you like, of where, where we've come from to, to using some of this data to improve the, the, the wellness outcomes for people. Um, I, I think we should also acknowledge, um, the, the work you do in sort of communities and sort of other development types, right? I mean, you've mentioned Barangaroo a couple of times and, you know, certainly you're deep in the, in the office and, uh, you know, you've done hospitals, uh, but another significant part of your business, of course, is, is creating, you know, um, whole new communities from scratch. You know, you've got some of the largest greenfield sites in Australia. How has this agenda sort of applied to some of those, you know, more more sort of horizontal projects, you know, uh, a lot more residential and a, a lot of mixed use? Any, any sort of... Um, uh, sort of different perspectives or views or naturally this, this agenda permeates all asset types for, for Lendlease? Yeah, it, it really does. I think our communities business have been, you know, kind of at the forefront of some of this, though, more so than, than some other sectors. You know, we're in the business of creating places for people, and those places can be a master plan urban community site, or it can be a commercial office building or a residential apartment. And, and technology can be applied in each of those environments to, to, to optimise what it's like to be in that place. From a community's perspective, you know, for, for a long time, we've had a, a relationship where we focused on connectivity and, and, and ensuring that every home within that uh, community has high speed, highly resilient connectivity in terms of fibre to the home. We're installing Wi-Fi in all the publicly accessible parks and spaces around the town centres. We're using irrigation sensors to monitor soil, um, to, to monitor uh, soil um, uh, moisture levels, so that we're, we're we're watering at just the right levels. We're monitoring, you know, water levels in creeks and quality of water in in creeks and and lakes that that we put in these places. We're putting in smarter streetlights that that. that that consume less energy and, and, and only turn on, not based on a schedule, but based on, on actual uh, ambient light conditions. So we're applying a lot of the thinking to, to each of the sectors and, and, and communities are certainly at the forefront of a lot of that. And, and, um, and it has a national strategy to drive some of this technology across, its, uh, across, across all the communities we create. I was, um, I, I, was a, I was not really a judge, but I was a... Um uh, a, a commentator at a recent prop tech uh, sort of pitch night. Um, 
and the diversity of the, I think it was the six startups that pitched to us was, was quite extreme. We had, um, uh, you know, IOT enabled, uh, noise sensor platforms. We had, um, document management in construction, um, startups. Uh, we had others that were sort of totally revolutionizing the granularity of, of constraints mapping in terms of identifying, you know, favorable sort of property, property, um, sites for acquisition. So, so PropTech is a very, is a very broad church. I, 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 um, I was reading a, um, uh, a research report recently out of the UK. Uh, I think it was one of the, um, uh, the future catapult, future cities catapults reports. And, and what struck me was it mapped out in, I think it was, you know, just in the UK, it mapped out where most of the VC capital was going in terms of throughout the asset life cycle, you know, from acquisition, planning, design, construction, you know, operate, you know, leasing, operation, maintenance, uh, a lot of, a, a lot of capital, in st- a lot of investment in startup prop tech startups going into sort of that more latter phase of the of the asset life cycle um and when i put my my sort of sustainability lens on and and my core green building lens and my my climate change lens on i kind of went oh you know i wish we were spending more and investing more in sort of you know helping with that design and construction phase is, is there any any sort of um sort of observations you've got in terms of where prop tech is, is sort of really demonstrating that there's investment in the sort of the purposeful parts, if I can sort of use that terminology Um, or, you know, you know, do we really need another, another great app that helps you lease space, you know, quicker than the last sort of, you know, contract. I I don't know. I'm just trying to, it, it sort of jars with me, you know, when I, when I, try and look at this as, as a, as a purpose driven um, sort of agenda that I, I don't know if, if the money's maybe going into the right areas. I don't know that they were my early, very quick observations. Have you, have you sort of read or played in that space or researched or, or you've got observations or insights? Yeah, I think, I think you can look at it through another lens. Buildings are consuming 40% of the world's energy. Um, essentially, and these buildings are, are set to last for 30, 40 years. So, whereas significant, if you like, VC capital is getting behind solutions that are there to support the built environment, that's potentially where the greatest opportunity is. But it's also the area where there's the greatest opportunity to, to, to do good from a purpose led you know, sustainability perspective because all of you know the the water consumption the waste the you know the energy is, is all happening in that operational phase also that operational phase if we understand it well enough how these places and spec and buildings are performing that will inevitably enable the industry to design better more efficient products or better places uh, going forward so if they understand that they might be uh, over-specking a building in terms of you know, certain uh, subsystems, then in the future, they, armed with data, they can make better decisions about how they design and, and what they implement within a building going forward. 
So actually, I'm looking at it through a different lens than I'm positive that, that a lot of the investment is going into technology that helps the, the building better perform and optimize itself and also give us better insights on how these places are being used um, into the future. Do you think just on that point in terms of insights, you know, um, getting intelligence from data and and redesigning and enhancing the way that we, we plan and design and build our assets, do you... Um, in, in sort of the, the, the tech time frame that we've had on Earth, which is about four years, do you think um, we've been able to close the, 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 the loop yet on the effectiveness of, of prop tech? Now, I, I suppose what I am doing here is I'm separating, you know, the decades and decades of, of organisations like Lend-Lease that have applied, you know, technology to property. But, you know, there's, I suppose what I'm doing here is honing in on this, the startup world and prop tech, you know, like amazing, this amazing energy, the, the, the accelerators. And, and I mean, you know, you guys are, are certainly in that space as well with JLL. Have we, have we seen enough of the, the, the prop tech startup cycle come back and close the loop to allow us to really make better decisions yet? Or are we, are we still kind of in a mobilization phase, so to speak? Mm. I, I think it's fascinating. And, you know, you look at, you, you said, you know, PropTech four years, but it feels like a long time. But in the cycle of property and real estate, that's an incredibly short period mm. of time. Mm. The time that it takes to develop, design, construct, and then meaning, you know, if you like, occupy and, and get meaningful insights or value from that property technology can unfortunately be much longer, five, mm. six, seven, eight eight years so it feels like a long time i think what we're seeing is that more and more uh, prop tech if you like is being designed into the building itself stitched to the fabric of the building itself and we're going to have a huge um you know awakening i think in the next few years where some of these I guess, innovative early building designs are kind of coming through and, um, and starting to realize value compared to their you know, compatriot buildings. I mean, you know, the, 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 I guess the darling child, if you like, for, for smart buildings or prop tech was the edge in Amsterdam that, that was designed in you know, 2013, 2014. Mm. And they've learned a lot from that journey, OVG, of the developer and have tweaked their designs considerably uh, and what they're doing since, since that, that period. But what it was was a catalyst for the industry, a catalyst for the industry to look at itself and, and look to do things differently. So whilst four years feels like a long time in property and real estate, it, it, it just isn't. Um, and I, and I, but I genuinely believe we're at the, the, I guess, the, the inflection point of where we're actually starting to get some meaningful value quite regularly out of some of these prop tech investments that, or, or, or bets that we placed uh, three or four years ago. You mentioned the edge in Amsterdam there. Um, I, uh, I had a friend who was at MIPAM um, just not long ago um, and got to meet the, 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 the team um, behind the project. Um, it's quite interesting. I suppose I'm just going circling back on, on sort of some early questioning um, just a few moments ago around, you know, going back to this property technology prop tech thing. So, um, you know, I was at that, that prop tech pitch night and, you know, a, a bunch of really young, enthusiastic, um, you know, 
professionals and practitioners from, from very different fields, you know, and, and a, a very diverse age cohort. Some had been in the property sector for some time. Some kind of had no idea about it, but their idea was, you know, was, was certainly something worth backing. At least they believed. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to reconcile the time issue here. And what I mean is when I look at the, when I look at the edge, when I look at the projects you, that, that, that lend lease do, um, you know, you're entrenched, you're ingrained in the property sector. You, you are the property sector. Um, there's times when I think to myself, how, how potentially, and if I just use climate for a moment, how potentially are we going to really make a difference in the short time that we have on climate when a lot of the prop tech, quote unquote, sort of sector, uh, 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 that those solutions are being created and driven by people that have got no idea how property works. Um, now, that may be sort of the best thing that we need. I, I don't know, but um, I, I, I did get feedback from my, my friend who was there who's, who was saying that, um, you know, some of, the, um, some of the startups, you know, were just really not street smart when it came to the property sector, you know, because the property sector is a, a pretty unique thing, right? You know, you, you know it, you're in it. It's, it, it's a culture yep. and, you know, there's certain things and, and, and IRRs and, you know, there's a whole language when it comes to property and the, the cycles and time that's needed. What's your view on the startup prop tech world and how how we're going to be able to sort of scale and replicate and take those solutions quickly and 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 hopefully make a difference when it comes to purpose and sustainability and things like that? Sure. Um, I myself was lucky enough to be part of the Lendlease JLL Propel Prop Tech Accelerator that was mm-hmm. uh, in Singapore. And I'm lucky enough to go over and, and speak to a, the, the, the five startups, if you like, that, that made it through. And they were incredibly passionate and brought some unique insights, typically not from within the industry um, to, to bear. But what they needed was greater collaboration. We need to collaborate closer with some of these prop techs. Um, and work with them to help educate them in terms of the industry and, and how decisions are ultimately made, which will allow them to better, I guess, position their, their, their prop tech solutions beyond the features and the functions to how it's going to make a meaningful um, difference to uh, our customers. And in the property and real estate industry, those customers can be incredibly diverse. It can be residential apartment owners and commercial tenants, institutional investors, government agencies. You know, it can be an incredibly diverse set of customers. So that through that collaboration, we really you know, honed in on, on the pitch, if you like, how they would position their solution in a really meaningful and compelling way for different audiences. So, you know, the, 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 the key thing for me is greater collaboration, greater collaboration between the industry and, 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 the, and the prop techs. And that means them coming along a little bit more towards how we work and then ourselves going a little bit more towards how they work with, you know, a more agile nature and a little bit more greater appetite to, to, to have a go and, you know, disrupt ourselves in, in, in a couple of areas. Um, you know, 
this whole PropTech with purpose piece, you know, you're right, I've touched a lot on new buildings, but you know, Lendlease itself has a portfolio of 23 existing assets that it, commercial assets that it, that it owns and manages across Australia. And we are actively looking at the moment of opportunities to use PropTech or actually using, we are actively using PropTech to, to, to create better outcomes for the environment um, with those, if you like, older, more legacy style assets. It, it doesn't have to be you or nothing at all or, or, or knock down and start again. You can augment technology with existing or legacy systems to, to, optimize those to create better environmental uh, outcomes going forward and and i am seeing this shift happen across the market so I, i'm i'm positive about its impact yes we haven't potentially seen the the the, the impact manifest itself just yet but i genuinely believe it's coming from the work that i'm seeing we're doing and also our peers are doing so just building off that a little bit paul let's uh, so two-pronged question here um, what are we doing right at the moment and what aren't we doing right? You know, where have we got it wrong at the moment? Give, give me a sense of sort of, you know, where, where are at the moment with the status, uh, what's really going well, but, but where do we got to sort of pick ourselves up a bit, bit better? So I think where maybe it can be improved and is potentially with the industry's, I guess, ability to, disrupt itself and, and disrupt itself in a positive way you know I, think I see prop tech sometimes looked upon as a bit of a threat uh, to, to the ways that we're, we're, we're doing things and some of that you know come with hype but actually it needs to be looked on as, as much more of an opportunity much more of an opportunity to improve the way we've been doing things uh, you know in ultimately the same way for, for many years and the organizations and the real estate and property companies that pick that up and, and embrace it with both hands will be the ones that outperform um, going forward. They will outperform for their customers and, and, and outperform for, you know, ultimately for, for their investors as well. So I think, you know, we've got a, where we've been getting it wrong is we've sometimes been a little bit, you know, risk averse and, and a little bit um, skeptical. Of, um, of the opportunity. Where I see is getting it right more and more is that collaboration piece. Mm. There's, a huge, there's a significant amount of dialogue happening in the market at the moment. Not, and, and the community is diverse and broad, but I'm starting to see you know, uh, property, and te- uh, property and real estate companies building capabilities similar to ours within their own organization. You know, Lendlease itself has got a new uh, CEO of digital here, um, a gentleman by the name of Bill Rue, who came over from being the, the head of, uh, sorry, the CEO of GE Digital. So, you know, we're really focused on this and we really believe in it moving forward. So getting the right skills and capability within those businesses is, is critical to help them advise, you know, executives on, 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 on what the right moves are for their, for their business going forward. So on that theme of going forward, um, let me let me sort of ask you the question now around um, sort of well I suppose as much as I can you know what uh, what's next for prop tech I suppose let's start with for lend lease what's next for prop tech but then give me a sense more broadly where you think the industry you know goes next. Sure. I mean for lend lease itself we are what's next for us is we're continuing on the journey that we've been on and if you like. If 
continuing to supercharge that journey. We're continuing to explore and assess where the prop tech opportunities might be um, to solve traditional real estate challenges and drive greater productivity, customer experience, and, and, and create new innovations. So I'm, I'm excited about that level of focus. We've got a real commitment executive down um, focus on that going forward. I think from an industry perspective, I think one of the exciting things is the ability to be able to learn from each other. Um, you know, different organizations will trial different things at different speeds. And by more of the industry trialing prop tech and using it for, for you know, using technology and data for good, it's going to create much more insight that'll supercharge and, and, and accelerate the rest of the industry kind of coming up to speed and, and, and keeping, keeping moving the dial forward. So I think you know, I'm excited about a lot of a lot of what our peers are doing and how we can learn from that because ultimately we're all here for the same reason and that's to you know create great places for people um, and those places can be you know in a multitude of uh, in, in multitude of things if you like or sectors so so that's what excites me. So so my last question then, Paul, sort of is more personal to you. Um, you know we're we're sort of a quarter down into into 2019 what what's sort of on the calendar for you for the rest of the year in terms of your work and you know are you looking forward to any particular projects or, or pieces of this agenda that you might be playing in um it's a good question adam um look one, <laughs> one of the things that i'm particularly one of the things i'm particularly excited about is using prop tech to actually create new business models for the industry mm, mm. Um, and I think that's something that we're particularly excited about we're we're on a bit of a journey with a couple of those I think you know the, the great Anthony Slumbers talks about it at, at great length that you know the property and real estate industry will move from a product to a service-based industry mm. and we're really looking at, at that and seeing how we can leverage prop tech to create new products and services for for our customers that will really help them achieve more than they ever potentially thought was capable from a traditional property and real estate company. Um, it sounds like an exciting year ahead. It just, I, should, I, I should have asked this earlier, Paul, just um, in, in terms of geography, um, just quickly, sort of lend lease and prop tech. This is not just a mm. an Australia thing. I mean, is the prop tech um, work permeating sort of all the geographies that you're you're operating in? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, my team operate uh, around the globe, supporting uh, all of the regions. So we operate across Europe and Asia and the US and, and Australia. We're, we're growing our capability in the UK, very much off the back of a number of um, yeah, projects that, that we're kind of kicking off over there in terms of, of, of urban regeneration. Um, but absolutely, this capability uh, is focused around the globe. And, and what's great about that is we're able to take the best of what's happening around the globe and, um, and really kind of, if you like, make sure that it's then consistently rolled out to other regions going forward. Um, and, 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 it, and you can get some, some great pockets of excellence in each of the regions, which, which then, you know, kind of really kind of excites you and gets you leaping out of bed to, to how you can apply that to, into another region, you know, quite quickly. So, so yeah, we're, we're a global capability. 
I um I, I sense a, a a totally separate podcast on on sort of the, the the global experience around prop tech some other time. I think that would be uh, that would be fascinating and fantastic. So um, but for now, um, we we need to call it a, uh, a a sort of a close there paul this has been a great conversation i must say um as we as we sort of continue to sort of unpack prop tech from from various different perspectives i, I just wanted to extend a, a big thank you for uh for joining us on on this episode thanks adam thanks for having me on not a problem at all. And for our listeners uh, who aren't subscribing to the Smart Cities Chronicles, you can do so. We, of course, are across those key platforms, Apple, iTunes Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, and also Spotify. Uh, you can head to our website, smartcitieschronicles.com, for a bit of further information. Um, but for now, uh, I've had Paul Bailey from Lendlease Technology in Sydney joining us for this episode of the PropTech Project. More episodes to come uh, in the coming weeks. But for now, we hope you have a great week and look forward to bringing another episode soon. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>